podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged. Super excited. Um, before we jump in, we'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. They are sturdy. They will not break down. They don't pop break down. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Right now, we've got a quarterly membership going on, which I think is awesome. I think it rocks. Um, we've got everything you need um, inside of our roadmap. You know, the, uh, Hoops did a roadmap because you're always in one of four seasons, right? You're either in preseason, you're either in postseason, um, you're either in the season or you're in the off season. One of those four seasons you're always in. And we set up a roadmap and a checklist to make it easier for you. So come over, join us at teachhoops.com. Let's head off to the podcast. Uh, and I'm working, I'm actually working on a course right now, just in case we don't, here's my, here's what I think is going to happen. I think uh, schools are going to go back, then they're going to shut us down. And then I think the best chance is after the new year yeah um, like a shortened season like a six-week season or something right um so i'm working on some stuff right now actually so for to keep the one once november our rolls around you know when you pick your team kind of thing to keep them engaged because it's a long season a lot of things can happen you know yeah. <laughs> somebody can come up with a vaccine and all of a sudden we got a season and we're not ready <laughs> yeah um so that's what i'm working on right now it's like things that they can do mentally get to know each other all that kind of stuff um right i mean that that's good i'm we're they just extended here in tennessee they just extended our state of emergency through august 29th and so they've been allowing like volleyball um to practice for the most part just like keeping numbers down keeping groups together right um and like just cleaning everything sanitizing everything but extending it through august 29th is the first time that's really significantly messed with like football season without i mean they've been just doing summer conditioning and i mean how they're gonna swing doing football i i got no clue football's not gonna happen yeah i don't <laughs> the football coaches don't want to hear it i already told our yeah. football coach i go it there's no way it's like it'd be like wrestling yeah, it's like one of those sports that you just can't. Yeah, it's close contact. The offensive and defensive linemen. Yeah, they're right in front of each other the entire time. Just, that's just not. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, that's well, like, yeah. for uh, for my work. I go into uh, like factories and deliver supplies and stuff like that. So I'm wearing masks and gloves every day. And like, even if they wanted to make something to go on the face mask, my glasses fog up just stepping in with a mask on. Hey, like, I don't, I, they're not a spot. Have you seen, do you wear baseball? Do you wear baseball hats? Uh, no, I got a melon for a head. So it's, it's hard okay. to get a head on this head of mine. I bought, I bought this in case, and I bought this in case um, we have to go back. So it goes right on the baseball oh, yeah. brim like this. Let's see if I can get it on. And then it, these clip on, and then you've got the sides. Nice. Is that nice? Yeah. yeah I figure if I gotta go back, I'm gonna wear a mask, and then yeah. I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear this thing too. Um, yeah. We'll see. That, that's smart. There, I mean, a lot of the fact there's a few that um, before they'll let you in, they'll take your temperature and stuff like that. And one about didn't let me in 
um, because he had actually – it's just a forehead thermometer is what they use. Right. But he left it in, in the security shack. He left it in the sun, the thermometer. So when he right. went to read me, it had me at like 107 temperature. I was like, dude. If I, I was 107, I'd be dead. Yeah, like I, I think I would be aware. I was like, let's give that thing a minute and try that again. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. My bad. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, everything I'm reading. This is the this is what worries me about sports is um it's close contact. It's more airborne than it is touch. Yeah. Um, and it's quantity of particles that you get rather than um, yeah. So I just I don't think schools are going to happen either. But yeah. It's just me. Yeah. We'll see. I'm not. I hope I, I hope I'm wrong. Very yeah. rarely do I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I'm hope yeah, I'm wrong. That's kind of the way I am too. But well, okay. So I right. had like. Uh, a few, a few like main points, and then a little bit of like updating. Get your thoughts on good. So, Done. I'm uh, starting to uh, pursue like looking at high school jobs and stuff like that. Like I said in the email. Okay. And, um, I had a a coach reach out to me, and when Corona hit, like it was like right before my wedding, and so my whole thought process going into it was like, let's get married, let's get that, and then then I'll start looking at everything after honeymoon right. and everything like that. Right. But corona kind of changed all that. I didn't really expect many. Did you still get married? Yeah. Hey, uh, congratulations. Good. Yeah, That's good. Yeah. We, no, I mean, the, the, when was the wedding? April, end of April, April 25th. Oh, good for you. Good for you. So, I know I've had friends that have had to can't, uh, or yeah, I've had people that I know that have had to cancel. Yeah, That's we, good. I mean, there's a lot like telling us to, and we changed our, like, we were going to go to Paris for our honeymoon. Like, that oh, yeah, definitely man. didn't happen with That didn't happen. And, like, my dad has a brother. My mom is one of four. My stepdad's one of four. Her dad's one of four. Her mom's one of eight. So, just like in family, we had over 200 people. Right. Like our family, our, our wedding was going to be like 300 and it pretty much came down to like immediate family in our church. People parked in the parking lot. We walked out on the stage. They all stayed in their cars, honked their horns. Like it, right. it worked out doing pretty cool, but um, yeah. And so It'll be a great talk, story to tell your kids someday. Oh yeah. It'll, It'll be, be memorable for sure. It will be. It will um, be. So our whole plan, my whole plan was like, okay, let's, once weddings taken care of, I'll start looking, you know, for a job and stuff. Well, with Corona, I didn't think anybody would be, looking like you know they're not gonna be a lot of moving with all this going on and sure enough uh a guy who actually coached i got my brother's eight years younger than me he uh he coached my brother his freshman year ended up taking a varsity girls job at a neighboring county high school uh and then came back into our county at the there's two high schools for our county at the not our side of the county but the other side and took the varsity girls job there and out of the blue messaged me is like if you want that i'll recommend you i was like holy cow yeah go ahead like let okay. me know and uh they ended up um they didn't even last the length of like the time of accepting applications they were old school like there wasn't like an email a hyperlink like you printed off that application you put it in the mail and you mailed it to them like that's how they wanted everything done um, but they had a guy who had been coaching at their middle school for like 27 years. Okay. And they offered it to him first. And it was kind of one of those things, like if he took it, it coach K could have applied and they probably gave it to that guy. You know, right. He'd been there forever. Yep. And so uh, out of that though, um, the current <clears throat> County that I'm in that, which is where I played at, um, I communicated it with my assistant principal and try to get to the AD because don't want to, you know, burn that bridge and just let them know that I was upon right, um, right. throwing my name in there in that they kind of like, uh, like, let me know of some assistant boys jobs 
that were open at the high school where I played. Um, And I haven't really looked too much into that just because my work schedule has been like eight to five pretty much. And so unless a coach is doing like a later practice, you can't can't make it. Yeah. And so, I mean, mean, if you give me a freshman or JV team, like I could coach that team at that time, but what am I really being to you as an assistant if I can't be at your practices and then your team meetings and stuff. And uh, after a couple of weeks of talking with my employer, they actually approved for during basketball season to allow me to go six to thirty. And so now tomorrow at lunch, I'm meeting with my county's athletic director and the head boys coach at my where I went to school okay. about assistant job. Okay. Um, so I might be going from middle school boy or middle school girls to high school boys uh, next season. If that's good. Have- that's a good step. That's yeah. not a la- that's not a lateral movement. That's an yeah. upward movement. Um, so, are there, are, is there, is there a place that they post jobs? There is. Um, and so they would post it like all on, on the school's webpage pretty much. Okay. Um, however, a lot of it is kind of just like who, you know, so if you get your well, name in there, like a lot of them won't ever get posted. They'll kind of have, no, uh, how do they do like that? Me. How do they do that in today's yeah. legal? I don't know how they do yeah, that. Yeah. What's, what's funny with the, uh, with my the one who recommended me for the previous job is like I kind of monitor a lot of the sites and stuff and I right. never the job that he took I never saw it posted yep. and first of all they're breaking breaking federal law by that oh yeah well, the are. funny part is I saw like you are you sure it. there's not a state like li- there's got to be a listing there's, there's got to be some it's got to be listed they can't do that they can just yeah keep, they're they literally we'll see, can't do it. I think this is the workaround that I think what happened is so the day that I saw it shared on Facebook, uh, like the, the, our local newspaper shared it. Okay. Uh, he took that job. I went to their school site again and it was posted. So it was on there the same day that they announced that they were having like it. So uh, like it was probably just in the nick of time type deal. That, that's the only thing that I can imagine. Oh, they put it like, 30 right minutes before, before they, yeah, yeah, yeah right they want to apply, you can't. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Cause they're so a public, they're a public entity. They can't legally do that. They have to yeah. give everyone the opportunity to apply. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So the work thing seems like it's going to work. Yes. Which is okay. awesome. And there are, there, are there any head jobs that you would want or that are open? Cause people are still applying and getting jobs. I know somebody in our right. conference just got a job two weeks ago. Right. Um, in our area, there's not, there's not a ton right now. Okay. Um, that Are was, they laying off? Are they laying off teachers or doing any of that stuff right now? No, not yet. Um, they've been able, like, uh, as they finish up the school year, they were still allowing them to do a lot of online classes, even for elementary age, like okay. stuff They made some, they got some programs out there and things like that. So, so far nothing. And they actually, um, uh, the county that I'm in, the, uh, one of the assistant principals sent out like a, a, the three options that they're looking at to like return to school and stuff like that today. So they're still trying to. Yeah. I can out. tell you the three options. You go back, you kind of go back, you don't go back. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty much what it is. the exact same thing everyone's saying. And they're all guessing to be honest. Yeah. Um, anyway. So, okay. So do you feel like this? I mean, here's my, here, this would be my observation. If, if I was you, how old are you? I'm 24. Will be 25. Oh, you're a puppy. You're a puppy. You're <laughs> yeah. I was listening to Gary V today. You haven't even started your life at 25. <laughs> Gary V. I don't know if you listen to him. He's pretty funny. He talks about business anyway. Yeah. He's a whole business guy. Huge business mm-hmm. guy. Gary V. Anyway, he goes and this guy's talking about 25, and he just got his um his degree in like physical 
therapy or something. He doesn't, didn't want to do it. He goes, you're 25. You can do whatever you want. So, okay. Yeah. So you're 25. If you were 35, we may have a different discussion. You're 25. So this, I think personally, I, if I was your age in this opportunity and just merit, this is a, uh, an assistant job is a really good step. Right. And the reason it's a good step. Now, if something opens, go ahead and apply. That's that you never know when the door is going to open. But, um, from someone that's been married a long time, being married is a little bit of a dance, you know, mm -hmm. and you got to figure that dance out first. And then the second thing is this change in schedule, I think is going to be yeah. unique for you. Um, and you're going to find out real quick if it's a jump you want to make, right? because I'm guessing you're, you're going to stay in this job for a while um, right. or want to stay in this job for a while. And that's, and if they're, and if you're doing a good job and they let you stay to the 63rd, you just got to figure out, is it sustainable to do it every November to, yeah. you know, March? March. Yeah. Um, that's what you got to figure out. Out of season is probably not as big a deal. Um, right. But in season, that's what I, and I don't know, you know better than I do, but I think you really won't know until you do it. Right. Um, and then well, the, thing, then the jump up is going to be noticeable too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one thing that's uh like, uh, it, an advantage that I had with uh, being the late practice with uh, middle school is like, if we went five thirty to seven thirty, I stayed every day until at least eight. So right. if any, it was always like an optional 30 minutes for my team. Like if you want to work on a certain skill set, if you have questions about play and like, you know, with multiple coaches, like we kind of split them up and some right. would stay there and just like they would play two on two before they went home. Right. You know, those like, are always the good, those yeah. are always the good players. And those, yeah, the, 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 exactly. The, the part timers go home early. Yeah. Um, but with that, you know, I wasn't, so last season I wasn't married yet. Um, but there would be times like if I'm answering questions, <laughs> helping with the play, like all of a sudden I'm getting home, like, and it's nine, 10 o'clock and it's yeah, not because that ain't gonna, that like, ain't, that ain't gonna work. Right. Oh, yeah, so even, work. yeah, but like, and so in this early practice schedule, even if I did that for the high school, you know, okay, right. I'm home at six, like it's, it's a normal. Yeah. So from that standpoint, I'm, you're good. I'm more, and you're 24. So you're, for me, that just makes me tired thinking about it. And I'm a night owl. <laughs> like, we're talking right now at 7:45 central. I won't be in bed until one and I'll be up at seven, but I, yeah. I you know, I get a little afternoon nap in and, there's yeah. things, but that just, that tires me out a little bit. Just thinking about that. Um, yeah. Okay. So what's your concern? What, what's your worries about making the jump? Um, I don't have like a uh, really much concern. My, uh, the one thing that I was really looking at um, in comparison to like taking over a program and, uh, being an assistant for someone I was totally open to being an assistant just like the things that I was looking for is like I want to like learn and I want to be heard like kind of both ways like oh that's if good my opinion, yep. if my opinion's like dumb please explain it to me like where where where's my philosophy off at and right and then but like you know because like, like, and I would tell you as an as a head to my assistant Sometimes I can't tell you right then because we're in yeah. the war, but I will later if you want to know why. Um, yeah. So I think that those are good. That's a good question, especially when you're meeting with somebody is like, I want, I don't, I want, I want to, I want to help. I want to yeah. do things that maybe you don't want to do. I want to learn. That's, mm -hmm. that's the selling point is you want to learn. Yeah. I love when assistant coaches want to come in and learn stuff. Oh yeah. I mean, because like, this is like, I mean, 
I don't know how it is. I know there's a ton of people that work really, really hard at it, but like, especially around here, like there's a big difference between like kind of like what my, me and my staff did this year and most other middle school coaches around here. Most right. Of them just like, and as you go up, people work harder. Yeah. Each step that's it's, it, it, or they'll lose or they'll get canned, you right. know, you don't win, you'll get canned. Um, yeah. So what, when, what would this be like the varsity assistant? So there, he actually had a lot of turnover in his staff this year. He had uh, one take a different teaching position okay. um, at a different school. Um, he had one that was a teacher at the school that just got let go so he can no longer coach there. Okay. Um, and then their freshman coach um, – I don't, he wasn't really, he wasn't from our area. And I don't know if, I think the drive and the distance was an issue Just for too him. much. Okay. Yeah. So in, in our County, it's pretty much the head coach, you get a head assistant, a JV coach, and then a freshman coach. Okay. And so right yep. now. And JV is like, Jamie is like sophomores. Yeah. I mean, it can be freshmen to juniors. The only thing okay. that's not allowed is seniors. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah. So as of right now, he's, just the head coach. Okay. And so hopefully tomorrow um, will be a little bit more confirmation that I will be moving up. And if so, where they're thinking of, of putting me in that. And what are your, what are the questions you're going to ask tomorrow? So uh, it's, it's, I don't know how this thing will kind of go, but I've known the athletic director for a long time. Um, he's been a family friend uh, okay. and he kind of, he got me this previous job. I didn't even know it was open. He just kind of, ran into me at a county event and was like, Hey, you want to coach? I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Immediately. And so I don't know how formal it would be necessarily. Like they're pretty much working on their own. Well, well, like is that. there any job they can offer you that you won't take? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. So if well, I'm off, I mean, if, okay. So if I'm, if I'm coming in, I'm going to say, what job do you want? That's I what I'm going to say. Yeah. And so why? I prefer head assistant and JV or JV, either one of those. Okay, um, pick. You can only you can have one. Pick one. Oh, right. And why? Then I would go head assistant. And why? Uh, direct communication with the head coach because I know he knows what he's doing. I know like his resume is kind no, of no. No, no. I think I, I, the reason I asked the question is I think that's when you if you want that job, then you stroke the the you stroke the head at that point. Like yeah. I want to learn from you. Right. You, know, you, I want you to be my Yoda kind of thing. You yeah. Know? yeah. I want you to teach me. I want to learn and I'll, I'm not, no one's going to outwork me, but I need to, you know, and I, yeah. and I think I have some great ideas, but I want to learn from you. That's if that's the yeah. job you want. Now, other people don't want that job. They want to be in their own Island. That's right. one of the reasons I like teaching is people kind of leave me alone when I teach my class. Right. Um, so I, you know, I have bosses, but I don't, necessarily have bosses once that door shuts it's like yeah being the you don't kid. have micromanagers i don't know they're not micromanaging how i'm teaching yeah. you know standard deviation so <laughs> yeah. um yeah so i just do it uh so i like that that's that's so um but that's what you have to i mean that's what what they would possibly ask and i don't know how formal it's going to be but that that would be the question i is they had one of the things is like i got to fill my pieces especially mm -hmm. if i have three pieces to fill <laughs> yeah, I got to figure out where you're going to fit best because right. I might have this guy, you know, you know, and um, so as the head, my concern would be your job. Right. Um, how are we going to deal with that? If you have to get pulled away, those kind of things. Um, yeah. It's a little different than being a teacher. Right. Um, so that's, that's always, you know, when I have, and I have assistants that are not in the building, but they're also in jobs. My head assistant's a teacher. 
And then yeah. I have a couple other assistants where if they got to go to their, they have a business, you know, one's a CFO, they got to go do their stuff. They go do their stuff. Yeah. They just out of practice that day. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so that would be, that would be one of the things. Um, yeah. I mean, I personally, that's the job I would want to, because eventually you want to be ahead, hopefully. Right. And then that's when you're going to start working on your portfolio. You, you want to learn from as many people as you can, because that's going to help build your portfolio, not only your resume, but, I like this. I like this. I like, yeah. you know, I was yeah. under like six or seven before I got my job and I took a little bit of all, all of them, just a little yeah. bit of each of them. Um, the goods and I didn't, the stuff I didn't like, I didn't do because it's, right. it's my job. Um, okay. Um, so you think, is this like over lunch, over breakfast? What is this? Kind of like, like a lunch thing. Like just like, I'm pretty much using my lunch break tomorrow to go and meet them, talk to them. Okay. answer any questions i'll have a copy of my portfolio and coaching resume for the ad and for the head coach with me perfect um, that kind of thing that. Yep. yeah so um like i said i don't really know if it'll be like it might be something that we sit right down and go over everything or it might just be like we stand there and talk like do I, you I, know do you know the style and the system and the teams and the thing in that 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 you're right. do you know that i know uh i know his general style i've never seen him uh teach it or implement it but i've watched their games um it's definitely more of a it's it's a dribble drive if you're trying to do dribble drive with all guards pretty much they really haven't had a, a you can do that this is five out you don't put that you yeah. don't put that big that's fine i'm just and, saying I, that, that would be my one thing is know know what you're walking yourself into so right. um why okay so here's here's the question i would have if i was you not to necessarily bring this up is like, why did they all leave? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a little bit of a red flag to me. That yeah. All three of them. Well, left. from what I've gathered um, from, because one of them, uh, one of his assistant coaches last year, he had just graduated from the college playing ball as I was right. coming as a freshman to play there. Um, and they, <clears throat> they have a little bit of a, ego problem amongst the team right now okay and i think you know so and I, I don't think it's a lot of like like school disciplinary issues or nothing like that like i haven't heard anything of that nature it's just like on the court they seem more selfish than what i remember you know my group right. speaking or what what is right normal. they're talented kids and like you know i mean 16 year old like i can i can see that like if i was that good i'm like yeah I'm, i might have thought a little bit differently about right. a little bit more high money but no, i get it and those are um, harder to, those are hard teams to coach yeah and so like i think that might have been the decision making on one of them uh the other teacher getting let go and that kind of thing that stuff i don't have I don't know too much info okay on i just didn't know if there was like cleaning house trying to reset i you know that that'd be my only yeah issue with it um one question I had, yeah. because I, on, I've heard on different podcasts uh, before with you that you one thing that you look for in some of your assistants is the ambition to be a head coach one day. Absolutely. Right? Now, so, I don't do that anymore. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it – there's going to be an asterisk next to that. Okay. I love assistant coaches like that, and I'm, and I'm actually, you know, I'm getting at the twilight of my coaching career because um, my son just graduated. Right. You know, it's like that kind of got me through a little bit of a lull. It's like I'm getting near the end. I got right. I got a really good sophomore coming in, so you know I'll probably I'll probably see him through. But 
Um, so I'm, that's what, that's where I am now. I'm kind of looking for that. Um, I'm always looking for that. That's great. If you want to be ahead, great. Um, I've also got a kind of a rhythm with one of my assistants is like a great, doesn't want it, but fits his role. The other two are older coaches. So it's kind of changed over time. Um, that can be threatening to some coaches. Right. Uh, uh, it was never really a threat to me. I mean, I never, whatever. I just go fishing if I get fired. <laughs> right. Like, okay. I mean, I'm literally at that point in my career, it's like, fire me. I'll just, I'll go buy a fishing boat. Yeah. I'll go fishing instead. Um, exactly. So, uh, yeah. So there's a little bit of, you know, freedom with that knowledge. Um, but I, the, the, the thing I like about it, like I said before, I like ones that want to learn. I also like ones that, you know, if you look at all the college coaches, they all move up. Like the good yeah. ones all move up. Well, I want the same thing for my program. I want them to move up. Um, so you, you probably know the head better than I do, but it's like, if it, it can be a threatening thing, but cause they, here's the issue is you got to tell him you don't want his job. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want your job. I want a head job someday. Yeah. So you got to take the because I think head coaches sometimes worry about the backstabbing. They're going. You're going to try to come in and take my job, kind of thing. Yeah. Blah blah blah. So that's the only issue you got to worry about in that situation. But um, I always like them because they're hard workers. The 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 climbers are hard workers. Do stuff that I don't want to do, which is perfect. Right. Um, Yeah, and that's what I want to do. Like I want to learn and seek out those opportunities without well that's what i think you sell to him is here's why i will be your best assistant i will i will open the gym up i will break film down the thing is and you should do that like Mm -hmm. i don't break film down hardly at all anymore a little bit i watch film but i don't break it down i don't do all that i don't i haven't done a scouting report in 10 years probably (laughs) yeah um I mean, just, I just don't, I mean, I just, cause I don't want to do it anymore. And I feel like I know what I'm doing. Um, but at your age, you should definitely yeah, like volunteer for everything. Like, yeah. can I, and I, lo- I love to like nerd out on that stuff a little bit. Right. So that's I what like- I think you got to sell because this coach sounds like he's been around a while. You get burnt out doing anything too long. If you had yeah. ice cream every night, you don't get sick of ice cream. It's like, yeah. you know, so that's the thing is I think that's what you got to sell. I want to be a head coach. I want to learn every aspect of this program, how you order the buses, Mm -hmm. how you like i want to help you make your life easier so you can coach um so that's one of the selling points too is i want to learn but i want to make it easier for you i want to take things off your table so you can coach and and you know um you know i can be good cop if you need to be bad cop, all that kind of stuff Um, that's what you need from an assistant yeah yeah Yeah. as long as you're willing to do it there's a oh, lot of grunt work with being a head coach. Trust me, there's a lot of grunt work. Yeah. Um, if you're willing to do that, then I would that that would be my selling point to them. For sure. Okay. Cool. So yeah, so I have that coming up in like the in the transition part. So the two assistants that I had this past year, one is one of my closest friends, and the other is like one of the uh, first kids that I started training that ended up being a college ball player. Okay. Um, so she was the first one that I trained that got to college and she ended up having a knee injury stopped early immediately wanted to start coaching. Um, and so like I've had, I had a great staff. Like it's like, it's crazy to me how good like my middle school staff was like, that was so strange, like compared to like what I remember out of middle school and stuff like that. Like, I no, was that's really good. good. So, but that's a few, put that in your long-term memory bank too. Cause oh, for sure. A, yeah. A good staff is the, the, uh, the staff and the day you pick your team are the most important things in a yeah. program. And yeah. so I, 
yeah, I was really lucky from that standpoint. And so uh, we're all actually going to have dinner um, Thursday okay. um, because I'm hoping that, you know, the schools and everything will agree that if I do move up, I can leave it to them. Like they would be capable and stuff like that to try to get them on the same page and everything and let them kind of take over after me. Okay. Um, and so one thing that I think that like is something that like in, as a young coach that I need to get better at and that I want to try to help them with too, because like, I'm still going to like call, get updates on them. Like I want them to call and ask me questions and, and help, but is, and I've been, I've been re-listening to like every podcast on practice planning. And There's a, the, the course, the thing is stuff in teach hoops is awesome. All those yeah. all listen to those. Those are all really good. Yeah. I haven't even done, I haven't even done mine yet. I'm just so busy <laughs> listening. No, I got, I mean, I, I, I think I think people will learn what I do in mine too. I just haven't had time to do mine because I'm I'm learning still, and I'm an old dog. So I yeah. think it's great. Yeah, that stuff's awesome. Yeah. So I've been really trying to narrow down that, and and part of the practice playing that I noticed in myself last year. So like like we talked about before, like my last year team, like a lot of potential ended up like ton of injuries. Like right. we went, we went two or three months without having all of our top six and seven together. Like always missing one of them, um, and still ended up winning our area. And when it came down to like, we were very much a transition basketball team, like kind of like an all guards, decent athleticism type deal and wanted to just run, run, run. And early in the year, we were really, really great at that. When we started having sickness and injury in the middle of the season, it was, it was difficult for me to practice that way. Like I didn't know how to practice that without burning them out and without pulling right. them. Um, and so I tried to would just, you know, three on two, two on one, you know, keep, keep things like that simple. Yeah. There's day, I, it's hard for young coaches too. There's days you just send them home. I yeah. Mean, you're just better off sending them home. Yeah. I'm swear to God, it's hard to do it, but yeah. it's like, you're not getting anything out of it because they're sick. They're, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so what ended up happening is like, we did like, we kind of got everyone healthy, like at the right time, made a pretty good run, got to like top 16 in the state before we got put out, but it was noticeably, less effective in our transition because we had went that time without practicing as much, you know, together than in the first 10 games when we went nine and one and right. Like was, you know, we're was click, you were clicking, you were clicking. Yeah. And so yeah. Like, I almost feel like looking back, I almost feel like I rested on one of our laurels, but I remember like, you know, I also had a reason, like I'm not trying to kill the six healthy girls I got, you know, and so, like, just finding that balance. So, I, and finding – and, and there's a little bit of a rhythm to that, and there's a little bit of rhythm to you want to peak at the right time. Yeah. Like, I've had teams that have peaked in January and December, and it's like there's nothing you, you, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, yeah. it's like you can try to re-peak because you go, you, you know, right. but, um, yeah, have a secondary peak, I guess. Well, that our looking at it uh, from the scope of our like preseason, like we had a couple tough games before Christmas, like of our ten to twelve that we had, and we knew that we were probably going to have a good record going into Christmas break in our Christmas tournament. But our Christmas tournament we get in is a tough one, right? And we kind of like we didn't go into that tournament like it's a coaching staff. We did we said something different to the girls, but like we didn't go in there necessarily ready to walk out with the championship because we knew we'd probably get a little high and mighty. And we'd get humbled and our girls would work after that. So we were kind of ready for that humble factor come right. Christmas time. And it ended up with a starter with a broken ankle. Your first girl off the bench with a broken foot. Like 
uh, one of your other starters with a broken finger on her shooting hand, just like all within like two weeks of each other. And you're like, okay, that's not <laughs> exactly right. what, what the, you know, what we were shooting for there and getting humbled. So, um, but yeah, so practice planning is one thing. And that's, that's one thing that I really hope to work with if I do end up getting this position that I'm really like, that's well, and it's going to, you're going to find out like, if you listen to the different coaches in the practice plan, everyone does it a little different. Yeah. Um, so that's the more coaches that you can see how they practice plan. Mm-hmm. You're going to go, holy crud, how have they ever won a game? And then <laughs> you're going to look at other people that have the best practices and never win. Yeah. They might not have enough time. I mean, it's going to be, it's, it will be really, it will be really good for you to be in that. It, it, it's the best, it, it is the best seat on the bench. Yeah. The one right to the, right of the head coach. A lot less responsibility, right on the shoulders there too. Yeah, no one's calling you on a Tuesday yeah. because they're mad. You know, she, yeah. you know, <laughs> you could, I had an assistant, I had an assistant, gosh, I don't even know how long was, or Corey was with me, maybe 12 years, 10, 12 years. And he always told me, he goes, Steve, I have the, I mean, we won a couple state titles when he was my assistant. He goes, I have the best job in the world because I don't have to deal with it. I get to, I get to enjoy it all and I don't have any of the headaches. Yeah. It's like, free oh, front row ticket. <laughs> yeah. It's a front row ticket. I get to be good cop, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's good. I think that would be good. I think the practice planning part will be, and that's a that's a good question. Tomorrow yeah. It's like, how involved will you want me in practice? How will yeah. you want me involved in practice? You know, he's not going to have your practice plan, but it's like, what's going to be my role in practice? Because that's a good question for you. If it's not a role that you want, then maybe you take the, the sophomore job, but you know, right. the JV job at that point, because um, then you can maybe work on that skill. It's like. Some coaches, like, I do very little. I used to talk all the time. I do very little talking now because um, yeah. I've got good assistants. So right. that's where I think you got to figure out. And he's going to – he'll give you more responsibilities. He trusts you more. Right. Um, but that's – I think that's a good question about, you know, you know how is practice going to work? How – how how and what do you want – you know, what are my game responsibilities going to be? Right. Like, you know, I have, I have assistance charting, you know, what are you going to want from me during a game? Do you, you know, that, I think that uh, all those are really good questions. Oh. I think you're going to be able to figure it out. Let's um, see. Hold on. No you just disappeared from my end. Am I there still? I can hear you. I'm trying to get back to the video. Oh, somebody called you. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was, I, I, I thought I had my phone plugged in. I went for a long walk today and ran, ran out of juice. Um, you know, you have enough experience with this to know how to get back there. Because I can hear you fine. I just can't see you anymore. I can't see myself. That's fine. Anymore. You don't have to see me if you don't want to see me. That's okay. All right. I can see you. And if you can't, that's fine. If you can hear me, that's good. I don't care. Okay. Um, oh, there it is. All right. Cool. Okay. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Have you uh, talked to uh, Randy, Coach Kaufman, Randy Kaufman, any about practice planning? I don't know. I haven't, I don't think. So um, after uh, the uh, Legends Clinic, a couple weeks after that, because he's he's only like a 45-minute drive from me. I met okay. him in Georgia, but he's only like a 45-minute drive from me. Okay. Um, I, I ended up going uh, with both of my assistants. We He allowed us in one of the open gyms. Oh, did. That's and, okay. Um, and – so open gyms, like stricter rules, you know, can't be as much. His, uh, his leader, which was the uh, post player girl that he had, she ended up signing with Iowa State. Right. 
ran their practice. They they hardly him and his assistant Justin barely said a word. They put they they had a practice plan on a little card sheet, put it in between the pads behind the goal. And okay. I mean, you know, and where they're that new school, they're down to you know, they got some seventh graders there all in the same practice to get numbers. And it ran uber efficient. Every girl knew every drill by name immediately, you know. And so we're sitting there like I got seventh graders that we're three weeks in calling the same practice every time, you know, they can't remember the name necessarily. Like it was clockwork. It, the, the efficiency on it was awesome. Good. Yeah, I did have Randy. I was just looking yeah. back. I can't seriously, I've done 656 podcasts. <laughs> I can't remember who I talked to. I did talk to Randy. I can't yeah, remember. Was, I can't remember. It was um, it was great to to see him how little they really had to do because right. of the rules. Well, part of that security too, because he's yeah. he's you know I, there's no you don't have to prove what you know you know what you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's a good. I think the more people like that you can get out the practices too is better. Yeah. Yeah. And then okay, so one thing before any uh, any other opportunities and everything like that, and I even think with like who I know the boys team has and might have good to have some looks like that is I've been looking more and more at read and react stuff. Okay. And, uh, you know, I was looking at it from my, we did a dribble drive like variants for my middle school girls this year. The, we had. Go look at, go on teach hoops. And my, my, my assistant and I did one on read and react, a new course. Okay. Go. It's we, we basically, I love, I love, I love Rick. Rick is, Rick is like one of those innovators. We've had this discussion. It's eight billion layers. Yeah, we condense it to forty-five minutes and put clips from our game in there. Okay, awesome. So go watch that. It's really good. Um, it took us I don't know three four weeks to do it, but it's really it it condense because our guys can't remember all that crap. Yeah. So we had to oh. condense it to the like do this. Yeah. And it's really good for read and react. It, it right. And if you if you got higher level kids, then you know go buy his eighty five DVDs and it's great. I mean, you should. Yeah. Rick's a great guy. You should buy his, talk to him anyway. He he'll yeah anyway. Yeah. Um, well, so kind of how I was looking at it, and I've seen the read and react. So in a certain way, one of, one of the one of my mentors that I have, he actually just took a job in Knoxville, about an hour and a half away for a a, a girls program down there. Um. And he, he did it when he was up this way, in a sense. Um, he had, like, it was a little dribble drive, a little read and react type deal with how a lot of them can be. Yep. Um, but in terms of, like, the – I got to see some of his, like, summer practices, and they would – it was pretty much, like, by that point, it was one layer. By the time I'm coming to them in, you know, November, they're, they, got a, they got a couple, like, and they're, they're pretty good on the read and stuff. And so in terms of, like, the – implementation like kind of how I looked at it is rather than because there's no way any group that I feel like I'm going to work with is going to take all those layers no no no. it's going to take you two three weeks to get a layer and the problem is they'll go back to the layer they feel comfortable with yeah like the pass and cut or the they'll I mean they'll just they get lazy so you got to break it down yes you can go and get several layers working well you're, you're very hard to defend at that point. Even. Yeah. That's, you know, you got to think you're at high school too. Yeah. So when you were, when you were, cause you run read and react or. I do. We run it. We ran it really two years ago, really well in the sense that we didn't dribble at all. Last year and the coming years, we're going to tweak more cause we have, we'll add, 
we'll have a hybrid of read and react and dribble drive. Right. Um, in the sense that we're going to want to attack the rim a little bit more. Um, yeah. And I've been playing with the mid range game. I, I don't know yet. I'm, I'm playing yeah. with that because it's open. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they're just running you off the lawn. Yeah. Everyone's running everyone off the line and not letting you get to the rim. So um, that's why I think there's some opportunities there. I haven't figured that out yet. I'll let you know if I figure that out. I'm working yeah. on that. Um, um, well, ca- well, kind of what I did was start going through, like, um, I started looking like a, you and I, they run some five out stuff. And like, so doing like it from a five out and just kind of looking at layers or options that I feel like my current group could do. Okay. And that's kind of how I started looking to try to identify just like three layers that would be effective. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Go. I'm telling you, we'll get back on the call. <laughs> I don't want to jump into this too much because I want you to go watch the course first and okay. then we'll talk. I think, I, right. I think that will answer most of your questions on read and Okay. Where I really uh, yeah. do. I'll, it is literally that. condensed it to, I, well, I don't know if you're, yours probably spark notes. I'm cliff notes version, but you're probably spark notes oh, version. Cliff notes. Yeah. Okay. Cliff <laughs> notes, whatever. So it depends <laughs> on where you are. My, the kids in our school use spark notes, but anyway, cliff notes, it's the cliff note version of it. I okay. think it will answer every question that's running through your head right now. If it doesn't, okay. then cool. what well, we can fix it. I mean, I, right. yeah. But the other one, I, the other stuff I have up there and the stuff that he's talked about is kind of general. This is very specific. Here's how you do it. Here's it's good. It's really good. Okay. Um, so go watch that. All right. And then I got my last one on like the practice more, more, I guess it's more closer to the practice plan side of, so you have your, like a team identity for the most part, like how you want to play. If you're getting pounded out, if you don't have a shot clock or if you're going to run, you know, in, in terms of like what you're going to hang your head on. Right. Yes. Yes. Usually I know going into the season what we're going to be. Yes. So one thing that I had a, a challenge with so like I said a lot of ours was transition we did a lot of like sideline break type stuff um I struggled finding ways to keep that fresh and still practicing what we should be doing like what does that make sense so without doing like the same like kind of like the favono transition progression yep yep things like that so you're talking about getting up and down the court fast Right, so that that was like my team's identity this past year, and okay. about about mid season, you know, doing those same drills. Yep, like, you got to change up. You literally got to sit. Off. Okay, and I can give you some, but I always tell people the best thing is invent your own drill. I mean, think about what you want to do and how you can throw it into your practice. I swear to right. God, that's the best way to do it. Half the drills I do, I've just come up with on a walk or driving the car right. or going. I sort of, it's like, okay, we need to work on boxing out. Well, let's, and then I'll try three different things and one of them will stick. Um, it's the same thing with transition. Every drill, if you want to transition and move, you got every drill you do, you have to transition. Yeah. You have to go after the drill. Like yeah. we'll work on out of bounds plays and then they'll, the, they'll shoot. On, let's say we're working on out of bounds plays underneath and the team runs it and they score, well, then we're taking the ball and we're going. Like everything has to be connected. And then as far as 5-0, all those transitions, those are good for warm-ups. It's better doing them in a live situation where, you know, all right, we're working on read and react here, but then Mm -hmm. the defense gets to go, and then you switch them. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like everything's got to be – for the teams that I've had that have run, and I've had teams that have run, 
Mm-hmm. Everything we did was about the run. Everything. Yeah. Like we work on free throw, everything. It was boom, transition, boom, transition. Yeah. Um, and then, then when you actually do scrimmage and practice, the best way is actually, you know, work on pressing. I don't know if you're, are you going to press? Yeah. Yeah. We press a lot. We did but work on easy. pressing on misses and makes work on training. And then that will, that will right. counter with transition because they'll try to get it up faster so they don't get pressed. So you're working on two things at once there. Yeah. Um, so th- I really like doing that. Um, it's easy to press after a make. It's a lot harder to press after a miss. Yeah. But if you teach them to do that, which will help you in the game from the pressing standpoint, it will also help the offense because they know they're doing it and then they get it out faster. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I know what you're saying. There's a little bit of a lull. Part of that's legs too. Yeah. In January or mid-season, it's legs. Right. So your practice has to do this. Okay. It has to go from two hours to an hour and 25. Yeah. Um, which is hard for us because we feel like we have more things we have to get in. Um, right. So I literally, each month I have something on the top that reminds me to shorten the practice. Yeah. Uh, I, what I, instead of like shortening our practices, I did – and that I think I don't think it really worked super effectively. I did less of the full fledged stuff. I saw I would start. The problem is they don't have the attention. Yeah, we're in a Snapchat world. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I, like I'm working on I'm working on this stuff for some teams on 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 skill work for July, and it's all going to be less. Every day is going to be like ten minutes of stuff because if you give them forty five minutes of stuff, they won't do it. Right. They won't. I mean, they just won't do it. But yeah. if you give them five, ten, you give them short little snippets like TikTok. Yeah, it's thirty seconds and sixty seconds, and it's done. Yeah, um, that's that's the way practice has to be. I've tried that. I've, I know what you're doing, and I've tried. The old dogs yeah. tried it; doesn't work. Yeah, like oh, I'll do this, then I'll break it up and watch it. Doesn't work. Their, their attention. It's a long season. Their attention just goes, um, yeah. and I don't know why. And they're teenagers. I think that's yeah. part of the reason. Yeah, I tried like the mental stuff in the first part of practice when they're kind of a little bit more, and then would just situations is good early. Yeah, things that you when if I have to teach anything, if I have to teach anything, I try to do in the first thirty minutes. If I have to teach anything um, that's new, and that's hard early in the season. Uh, Everything's new. (laughs) Everything's new, but I sometimes will take a Saturday, and that will be our implementation day. Um, Okay, so. And this, I don't think a lot of people do this, but it would be like, you know, we'll, go, we'll, we'll try out, try out, try out, do a couple of days of conditioning and shooting and full court stuff. And mm-hmm. then we'll have our day of, okay, we're going to put everything in that we need to get in. This is yeah. our learning day. We're going to start at Saturday at eight o'clock and we're going to get done at 11 and we're going to get it all in. Yeah. So you better be ready. and You better go to bed early. Better remember. <laughs> you better remember. Yeah. And then I give them Sunday off and then we come back. So that's, that can, that can work too. I mean, I've, it depends on your group, but that can yeah. work. Well, cool deal. Well, I will definitely, I'll go, I'll go to, uh, I'll go online and look. To go read the, go read look at the read and react. And then we'll, we'll, after you've watched that, we'll get back together and we can talk about the specifics of that. Awesome. That makes Sounds sense. Good. All right. Absolutely. Good luck tomorrow. Let me know how tomorrow goes. I will. I appreciate it. I'll send All you right. an email over. Yeah, do Thank that. All right. Yep. See ya. Bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe. Um, and we would really appreciate that. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen, five, those five-star reviews mean a ton to us. Uh, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.